Hey guys, Shannon Robnett with the Real Estate Rundown. I'm here with my friend Ben Ellsworth. And uh, Ben is a father of four, a husband, and he's in the logistics industry. But Ben, tell us more particularly what you do. So for work specifically, I'm working for Merchants Moving and Storage. And uh, I work on the corporate relocation side. So I'm working with a lot of the HR professionals, HR managers, recruiters that have a beat on people who are moving to the area so that we can handle those moves for, for uh, those folks. When you watched our podcast a couple of weeks ago, you, you, you heard me talking with Paul Fleming and Paul was in the, in the uh, chamber business and Paul was telling us how we can uh, look for trends in industries that are going to be coming up. Guys like Ben are exactly like that where they can see where people are moving from, which is business going down, which is housing markets softening which is uh, commercial market softening and where they're moving to. Ben, are you seeing uh, in your market here in Idaho, which I think you, you obviously cover that, but you're, you're moving everywhere. Do you see more people moving in than moving out? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And when, you know, we partner with uh, organizations like uh, the Boise Valley Economic Partnership. And as I'm building relationships with a lot of these HR folks, um, we're learning about all these companies that are moving here and yeah. they're bringing thousands and thousands of jobs. Right. And so uh, some of those companies are bringing employees with them when they get here, but some of them are, they're just coming here and then just bringing people in as soon as they get here. It's different. But. So, so guys, let me just, in case you didn't just pick up on the tidbit I just gave you, if you're looking to see where industry is going, get a hold of Atlas Van Lines, on a national level, uh, talk to somebody at a local hub, find out if their people are moving into your area that you're looking to invest or out of it. Where are people moving out of on a consistent basis? People are moving out of California in droves. Right? <laughs> in case you guys didn't know that, <laughs> newsflash, right? But but it's it's interesting when you know you talk to a lot of the real estate agents here in town, and there's people that are coming here from Salt Lake, from Seattle, from Portland, from Phoenix. Um, we've got people coming from the East Coast, you know, so we've got all kinds of opportunities. But yeah, mostly like California, Seattle. Guys, what we're talking about is how to stay plugged in with the kind of stuff that's around you so that you can be aware of what's happening with your trends. So when you're, when you're looking at a cap eight market versus a cap five market, you know, the reality is you're going to be looking at where, where are the jobs Right. So, so we're hearing Ben tell us right here, right now, he sees where the people are moving in from, which is a great thing to be able to position yourself in front of it. Ben, do you deal with a lot of realtors? Yeah. Yeah. We partner with a lot of realtors and because we, we provide so many different services, you know, not just the moving stuff, you know, if, if a realtor talks to their client and that client wants help, they want, they want a stress-free move and they just bring us in to do that. We do that obviously, but we also have storage services and things like that. So if, like with uh, on the corporate relocation side, if uh, somebody's relocating here for a job, but they don't have a house yet, then they can put all of their property in our storage facilities for, you know, and anywhere from two weeks to six months or 20 years in some cases. And can we find do that house. with our kids too during the coronavirus? <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know. You know, I'm seeing all the jokes on Facebook and stuff about, uh, you know, about the parents that are now the homeschool teachers and, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, 
you know, that's, that's funny, but not funny. Um, but <laughs> what have you, speaking of the coronavirus though, Ben, and not to dwell on negative, I, you, you know, my, my stance on that, I don't like it, but what have you seen that's done with the logistics business? A lot of things are slowing down right now. We had a lot of moves that were in the process of uh, happening when the stay at home orders were issued. So we were actually able to wrap up those moves and you know put things into storage and take things out of storage and things like that. But here we are a couple of weeks later and things are really starting to slow down. One of the biggest impacts that we had was our military moves. Uh, we're That's one of our biggest customers is military and they put a freeze on all of their uh, moves the middle of March and they're not going to open them back up again until at least early uh, middle of May. So we've got this huge backlog of military moves that we're going to have to take care of once they open those back up. So the, the slowdown in the other aspects of, of uh, real estate hasn't quite been seen yet. Uh, you can look at our schedule and that's starting to, to thin out quite a bit, but we'll, we'll see more in the, the next couple of weeks, what happens. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of the way that this is going to play out <laughs> because we, you know, we don't have any of the markings that we had in the previous downturn. Um, you know, we, we've got a, a supply and demand is high. Um, you know, everybody was working along, everybody was doing great. Maybe the stock market was a little too hot, but at the end of the day, um, it's really this virus. So Ben, when you look at what, you know, your schedule's thinning, everybody's getting postponed. What do you think's going to happen when, when they, when they lift the ban and everything is all your stuff going to come flooding back in? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be uh, an overwhelming rush and we're actually hiring right now for packers and um, drivers, uh, warehouse folks. So I'm assuming that, you know, obviously the summertime is the busy time for real estate and, and moving. So uh, when you, compound that with, you know, the backlog of stuff that we've got building up. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big rush. And so we'll, we'll, I'm assuming that we're going to be hiring quite a bit just to be able to handle all of the, the moves that we'll have at the time. So Ben, let me ask you this. If we look back, this has brought up a question that I, that I was thinking about. When <clears> we look back, markets, when markets started to ramp up, you probably saw it in the logistics industry way before a lot of people did because you saw people moving, you saw things happening. And as you got busier and busier, so did the towns that people were moving into and things of that nature. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember uh, when my parents, they, they moved to, they, they bought a place in Arizona and they moved down there. Uh, it was uh, it was nine hundred dollars to rent a U-Haul truck to come from Phoenix to Idaho, but it was uh, they would pay you eighty dollars uh, to drive down to uh, Phoenix with one of the vehicles because they needed it returned. So um, so you're seeing that you'll see that then in, in your opinion when the market comes back when the when the when you're able to move again you guys will be late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome. You're going to be one of the first people to get reappreciated. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, ben, what is one of the misconceptions that people think about when they think about your type of business? Uh, I think the biggest one is that people think that moving companies are all the same. And so a lot of customers will just Google 
you know, moving companies near me and they'll end up going with like the cheapest rate. Just like anything else, you're going to get what you pay for when it comes to movers. And there's a series of red flags that people need to be aware of when uh, choosing a mover. There's a lot of people that don't have the authority to, to do interstate moves. Uh, a lot of companies, they'll just rent a U-Haul truck and slap a sticker on the side and say, hey, I'm a moving company. And they don't have the insurance that they need. Uh, they don't do the background checks and have the quality individuals that they need to be able to take care of people's property with care. Um, so there's, there's just a lot of different things. Um, like I said, you're going to get what you pay for. So it's important to be aware of the red flags so that you can avoid them and end up choosing a legitimate mover. You know, and that, that's such a true statement. You know, there's a, there's a fine line between, uh, between value and sacrificing quality. There, there comes a point when, you know, as we all learned over the last couple of weeks, uh, as we were trying to get our hands on any kind of toilet paper we could, uh, there's a difference there, right? And so, so when you look at what your company does, what is it that makes yours different and better, in, in your opinion, than, than the competition? Well, I'll, I'll just share a story that kind of paints uh, a little bit of a picture as, as to why we're better. So Merchants Moving and Storage is an agent of Atlas Van Lines, which gives us a global footprint. So we can move anybody anywhere in the world using our network of agents. Um, and then most of our agents have storage services. And we are basically the experts when it comes to moving. Uh, in this one example, um, my boss was talking to me, a, a good friend of his asked for a quote to move from here to, I think, Orlando, if I, or maybe it was Atlanta, I don't remember, but uh, he had a classic car and all his property that he wanted to, to come with him, right? So he actually ended up getting to Atlanta a couple of months early, and he was expecting to get all his stuff, and, and rather than using us, he chose the cheaper option. Well, about a month after his move was supposed to be complete, my boss, Ron, reached out to him. I was like, hey, how did everything go? Did everything work out the way you needed it to? And his stuff had actually been dropped off at a hub in Denver and had kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. Like his classic car, all of his property is just oh. was dropped off at a hub in Denver, you know, halfway across the country from where he was now living. And he was saying all the time to Ron, he's like, I should have just used you. I should have just used you. <laughs> and, and it ended up costing him way more in the long run to get his stuff out of storage and to, to complete the shipment than if he just would have gone with us in the first place. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of things happen like that, you know, so. You know, when, you, when you're dealing with classic cars and your valuables and your, your mementos, I mean, you know, that's kind of that's risky to take just anybody doing anything. Yeah. Um, when you interface with, with people uh, in the industry that you're in and reaching out to people in other industries, you know, with the real estate field, whether it's the HR, whether it's, you know, corporate, what do you see successful people doing on a consistent basis? Uh, the, probably the thing that, that sets most of them apart is they're adding value on a regular basis you know, whether it's Zoom meetings, you know, social media posts, uh, and not just tooting or touting their own horn, right? They're, they're actually adding value about what's going on in the real estate market, uh, what's going on with the economy, um, you know, even just things about 
where to live in Idaho. You know, what's the difference between moving to Meridian versus Southeast Boise or CUNA versus Eagle, you know? And so um, that's probably the biggest thing what, what sets successful real estate professionals apart is that they're constantly adding value. And I know that there's a lot of people, and this goes in any industry, right? There's a lot, of, especially the newer folks, they're like, oh, the real estate market's hot. I'm going to get my license. I'm going to get a website. I'm just going to make all this money. And then they, they don't realize that it's an actual business. You have to add value. You have to, to go get them. You have to plug away, you know, and, and it's not going to be your typical 40 hour week work week. It's going to be 80 hours a week. It's going to be 90. It's going to be late nights and early mornings, you know? So um, the people who go in knowing that this is an actual business and that they're going to work to add value on a regular basis, those are the people that really succeed. Yeah, you know, that's so true. And, that, and you're right, that's, that's true with any business that we kind of touched on a little bit, but I want, I want you to kind of clarify. Let, let's just say that I am one of those new agents and, and I'm watching this podcast and I, and, I, and I hear you guys talking about, you know, if you want to know what's going on, talk to the moving guys, talk to, you know, the people that are seeing the, the traffic way before you'll see it. You know, how, how can a new realtor or any realtor, anyone in, 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 the, in the sales game, how can they benefit from being in alliance with someone like yourself? Um, well, obviously the knowledge that I have as to, you know, what companies are moving here and how many people they're going to be bringing, how many jobs are going to be opening up. That's going to be key. Right. And then strategizing, forming an actual partnership so that, um, you know, we can strategize and figure out how to reach out to those people that are going to be moving here and add value to them, but create win-win-win situations for the realtor, for me, and for that, that client or the, the corporation that's bringing them here. It's also vital to have an alliance of, and I, I mean, I know this goes without saying, to have an alliance with mortgage people and title people, no matter who you partner with, the, the question has to be, how can I serve you know, what can I do to add value to Ben? What can I do to add value to this corporation? What can I do to add value to Shannon? Not just what, what's in it for me. You know, you see that all the time. People with a what's in it for me attitude uh, are, are constantly changing jobs or yeah. are constantly failing in, in different areas of their life. And so yeah. when you can change your perspective, focus on adding value and serving and then aligning with the right people, you're going to succeed. I know that you're in the logistics business and I, and, and I, and I know that you you absolutely love it. It's it's what you eat, sleep, and breathe. <laughs> but <laughs> what is it? What is it that you really care about? The most important thing for me is serving other people in some capacity. So yes, I work with moving and storage and corporate relocation and all that kind of stuff. But uh, ultimately, what it comes down to is is serving others. Um, as far as moves are concerned, we're trying to make that as stress free as possible sitting down and just chatting with somebody being a shoulder for them to vent to or cry on, um, you know, giving advice if asked, um, giving my perspective on different things, just connecting with somebody. Those are the things that really drive me because we're, we're witnessing right now that people are starting to realize that focusing on possessions and money and toilet paper, <laughs> it's right. not going to save you. Right. No. So people are realizing what's, what's really important. And so th those are the things that drive me, you know, and it's funny. It, it's not funny. You say that Ben, but it, it's that you're the third person that said that to me today, you know, and, and it really is um, amazing how, when, when a crisis comes out, how we turn to the things that matter the most. And, and that isn't the car we drive. 
Uh, it's not so much the job or the building we work in because now we're all working from home, but it really is the family and it is that environment. And, you know, especially where you're at in the industry, you know, they, they, they say that, you know, the purchase of your home is your single biggest decision as far as what you're going to do with your life and everything. And I, I got to imagine if you're involving someone like yourself and you're moving from, you know, here to Orlando, not only are you, you making a decision, a huge decision to sell your home, to buy a new home, to change jobs or to move across the country, that's got to be a pretty stressful situation. Do, do you do you find that half of your job is just being a psychiatrist? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I mean, and that's kind of how it is, you know, in any role that I've been in. Luckily for me, I have a really awesome team that I work with. Not only, you know, my boss, Ron, but his son, TJ, is on my team. And I have a lady, Melanie Morris and Dewana Morris. Amazing, amazing people that when we've got moves that are, you know, coming in from out of state and things like that, one of the things that we do to make it uh, as stress-free as possible was we give them one point of contact. So this, this uh, person, if they're moving here for a job, they don't have to call their company to call their rep, to call us, you know, to call the mover. It's, they just call Melanie and Melanie yeah. takes care of everything. Right. Yeah. So, and she's able to, to over communicate. We do that a lot. We over communicate so that they know what's going on every step of the way and to just kind of give them a little bit of a, a comfort zone to say, you know what, we're going to be here at this certain time. If you need anything, you know, you've got Melanie's direct line. We're going to just take care of everything for you. Yeah. And we have tons and tons of reviews on our website that, uh, people are just are, are very relieved to work with somebody like us and to have one point of contact. You know, so, so uh, my next question was, you know, what's, what's one of the things that makes you stand out from your peers. So I'm going to take that one away from you because you already gave it to us. But other than that life changing thing of only having to deal with one person instead of call customer service and then go through a, all the, you know, the, the voice cues and everything like that. What is another thing that, that really makes your company and the way that you guys do business stand out from others? So merchants moving in storage has been in the treasure Valley for 76 years and my boss and his family have owned it for 46 of that 76 years. And they've literally built it on relationships and doing the right things for the right reasons. And so we have all of the insurances in place, um, all of the authority in place to handle all, any kind of move and any kind of storage uh, situation. We uh, always pay our claims on time if and when we have those. Um, so really it's been just boiled down to just taking care of people the way that they need to be taken care of. And, and I know that a lot of uh, moving companies can't say that. And Ben, I've known you long enough to know that when you keep talking about service and you keep talking about, you know, giving back and, and being part of a team, I know those are things that not only happen in your business, they happen in your life. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I, I respect you like I do is because I know that what you're saying, you're practicing. I know that service is something that you give both in and out of your professional life, but what is it you do to give back? Um, my company specifically is involved with a couple of different programs. We do uh, move for hunger uh, deal where, so like if uh, somebody's just sold their house and they're moving to Salt Lake and they don't want to take their food with them, then we will actually take the non-perishable stuff and donate it to, you know, the 
uh, food banks and things here in the area to be able to provide for those less fortunate. Um, we do a lot of different things like that. There's another one that uh, is pretty cool. We also work with the, the Festival of Trees each year, and then there's a, a Soul for Souls as well. So there's just a lot of different um, community programs that we get involved with to be able to um, give back. Why did you pick the logistics industry? Uh, yeah, that's a really good question because, you know, I've been, uh, I'm a nerd at heart and I love technology. <laughs> so I've, I've been in technology sales for most of my career, but um, I've had a couple of people tell me over the last couple of years that I'm such a people person that I need to get into serving people more. I'm not sure if you know Blair Rosenthal, Paragon Corporate Housing. I don't. She's a good friend of mine. And she has been a partner of Merchants Moving and Storage for a long time. I sat down with her back in uh, November, <clears throat> excuse me, was telling her about some of my disgruntlements with the current technology company that I was with. And she just said, there's a company that you need to, to meet with. And she connected me to Ron Grove, the owner of Merchants. And a week later, he and I sat down for, for coffee and we just talked for about an hour and a half. And we just connected and yeah. we were just very aligned on what's important to us about serving people and putting people first and doing things for the right reasons. And yeah, it was just, just kind of crazy how it all came, came to be. And then as I met um, Vanessa and Brian and the other members of the, the merchants team, it just was a perfect fit for my personality and, and what I'd love to do. So, you know, that's great. And I've, I've often, uh, <laughs> said that, you know, if you've got a commonality, if you've got, um, you know, in, in construction and in development, you know, so often what we do, a trained monkey can do. But if you've got, you know, if you've got the teamwork, if you've got the camaraderie, if you've really got the core uh, that, that everybody's hitting on the same cylinders and, and doing things in sync, you can really do so much more because you're not having to battle uh, the, the personality differences or the, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be ups and downs and, and there's going to be things that get done wrong in any business. But if, but if everybody is of the same thought process and the same mentality that service is where this is at and service is where we're headed, and this is what we really want to do, it makes it so much easier because everybody is in a hurry, if you will, to get back to the solution, not to assign the blame. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, that, I'm, I'm, it's awesome to hear that where you're at, that's the way that they run their business because so often we see that businesses are about the dollars, uh, businesses are not about the people, you know, and, and when you get to be a part of that, it sure makes it a lot easier to do great business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, hey, so I, Ben, I really appreciate your time to, to be with us today and I, but I got one more question and this is, okay. this is a personal question. That, I, that I'm, I'm starting to ask everybody, but you know, I, I wanna ask you, what does wealth mean to Ben Ellsworth? Ultimately, I think for me, wealth is about freedom, knowing that uh, all of my needs, my family's needs are taken care of, being able to, once the travel bans are lifted, being able to travel and experience the world, that's yeah. extremely important. Uh, wealth is about education, it's about experience, it's about culture, yeah, you know, it's about diversification. It's about growth. So I know that's not really one answer. But. No, but that's, that's awesome that that's what, I mean, because, you know, everybody has a different understanding or a different interpretation of what wealth is. What I find is funny is 
a lot of people that have what the world, what most people think is wealth, quite a few of them don't think they're wealthy because they haven't really thought about it. So I love the, I love your answers that it's about freedom and it's about family. And that's awesome. So yeah. Ben Ellsworth, I want to thank you very much for your time to be with us on the Real Estate Rundown with Shannon Robnett. And guys, if you've got questions, if you need to break into a market, I'm telling you, the movers are where it's at. So Ben, thanks again for your time. Thanks, Shannon. Appreciate it, buddy. All right.